You are listening to Trophy Horse with your hosts, Tricky Mick, Alex, I Yield to No One, Steve, and Sid. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Show Viewers. This is episode 428. I'm your host, Jake Mick, alongside with me, the man, the myth, the legend. He's the audio snob who keeps telling us to fix our audio. It's Alex. Well, yeah, it gets kind of annoying spending six to eight hours tediously taking background noise out of audio. He brings the awesome, but he doesn't bring the good audio. It's I yield. No, 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 don't blame it completely on yield because your audio needs stuff, needs work too. Uh huh. So, so you say. I, I have to apologize to our rock band group. Um, you, you failed us. Well, I did, but it's not because I didn't try. I did log on Tuesday night, like I like I. There do is when, no try, only do, know, only do, only uh, do or do not. And I went to play, and for some, my system had been acting up. It wasn't just my guitar; it was all my controllers. There was a lag, and I don't know why it was doing it, but. It was it was my dual shocks would just periodically all of a sudden have a lag in them, and then so was the guitar. I tried a couple different times, and it you, it wasn't even worth attempting to play. So I I, I wasn't able to help out. Pretty soon, the right. term dual shock will become a relic of the past. I, I think we'll, we'll get into it, but I think it's it's going to be called the dual shock five. Uh, all right, so, you, you, I don't know, I kind of threw me off a little bit. Let's get into our opportunity trophy count. I am level 55, total trophies of 13,028, with a plaque count of 240. Alex? I am firmly perched at level 31, with a total trophy count of 6,926, and a platinum count of 103 platinums in 102 games, and I assure you I will be in that crow's nest for a long, long time. You gotta start playing some PlayStation 4 games, man. Well, if there were some enticing PlayStation 4 games to play, I would play them. Although, I will say that I'm kind of getting the itch to buy Doom Eternal, because I hear it's really good. Never been... I, ne- I mean, I grew up with Doom, but I wasn't really a much a fan for the series. But I just hear the game's really fun. What about Days Gone? What about Spider-Man? I've told you before, I'm not a big Spider-Man fan. If Spider-Man's part of a big group like the Avengers, I'm all on board. If not, eh. I mean, although so- I, I, I do like the Spider-Man villains. But, so what about uh, Days Gone? And, and Days Gone, like, it's just... I mean, it seems like people like that game, but also it seems like there was a lot that people didn't like about that game. Yeah, but we don't go on other people's opinions. We go on our, on our own opinions. I mean, that's true, but even you guys were kind of wishy-washy on it at times. Because when it came out, it was there was a lot of bugs with it, but they have long since passed those. I mean, but you got games like uh, the Assassin's Creed games. You know, you said you were going to get Origins. Yeah, and then I went on to the PlayStation Network, and it was still sixty bucks. No, absolutely, they've had it on sale for cheaper. But when I, none, not the gold edition, not the deluxe edition, or the special editions, the regular game was sixty bucks. I'm looking it up right now because I guarantee you it's not that anymore. Uh, I think you can. I, I know at least our Walmart. You know what? I take it back. Alex is absolutely right. It is sixty dollars right now on the PSN store. Well, yeah, you big dummy, because I looked for it the other day. What, you think I was going to make it up? 
No, but I I normally see them at like twenty dollars, thirty dollars, and then hey. it's sixty dollars for the gold for the full the full edition. Hey, Alex. Yeah. Walmart.com has Assassin's Creed Origins for twenty bucks. Hmm. Now that's well, Walmart not th- usually sells their games for cheaper anyway, because new games you can get there for like forty nine bucks instead of fifty nine. Now that's not the uh, gold edition. Gold edition. I, I would just want the regular old plain old Hanes socks edition. Okay, well the plain old Jane game twenty bucks on WallyWorld.com. Actually, you know what? I looked up the wrong damn game. Hold on. What game did you look up? And and I looked up, I, I looked up Odyssey. And honestly, Alex, I, if they just had that season pass on sale, the last, the March sale. So I'm sure if you wait long enough, it'll come around again and you can get the season pass super, super cheap. And then you can have all the download stuff. Uh, just, just FYI. I'm putting that. I'm, that is a thought. I'm just, I'm, oh, I'm, oh, I'm letting oh. you know. Cause I was looking at that season pass stuff during the March stuff going, if, do I want to buy it now? Well, no, because I don't. I'm not the origins yet, so I shouldn't just go ahead and get it. But I, I ended yep, up picking up. I picked up the Black Flag season pass the last time for a few of its DLCs. When I get the Black Flag, yep, Origins is still sixty dollars as well. I, that surprised me. I got to tell you, no, no, I, on the PlayStation. It, it's not store, that I didn't believe you. It just it that's really weird to me. No, on the PlayStation Store, they don't normally drop the price right away. It takes a while before they drop it as cheap as you can get the physical copy. This is why yeah, but, I still yeah. have not dropped physical copy yet because you're still paying the same as you can for a physical copy. It, it's the yeah, same argument the, I had. The Assassin's Creed games, especially one that was two games ago, two years later, still at full price, that's really weird. And I always see the Ubisoft sales where these games are like $40 for the Ultimate Edition. Well, yeah, if you buy it through their website. No, I'm talking about on the PlayStation Store. On the PlayStation Store? They uh, Assassin's Creed games and Ubisoft games are generally in, I'd say... Well, they have several sales 50 a year. to 75% of their sales. Well, yeah, they, they have several sales a year where they group stuff and you can get the Ultimate Edition for super cheap. You just got to wait for it. Yeah. All right. Uh, okay, sidetracked. Where were we? Yes. Your trophy count, sir. My trophy count. So I am a newly minted level 29. Trophy count of 6094. We talked, Tricky and I talked before we started recording. I got 30 trophies since Sunday's recording. So that's 30 trophies in four days. Pat myself on the back. Yeah, and I, and I also said that sounds like an hour of game time for me. Well, that's because I'm not playing <laughs> Japanese visual novels. And I am still at a platinum count of 96. And Sid is level 40 total trophies of 9,609 with 171 platinums. Alright, so let's get into what we're playing. I'm going to go last because my what we're playing is a continuation off of our topic of the week from last week. Okay. So, Alex, let's go with you, sir. Well, since I finished with Crash Team Racing, just I've gone back and uh, I'm playing more Pokemon Shield. I know you think that I should play more PlayStation games, but I got more max raid, raid battles to do in Pokemon Shield, and I got to fill out my Pokedex. I'm only... Uh, I've only got 316 out of 400, so I gotta I gotta get working before that DLC comes out. I, I just read a story, and I obviously I didn't put it in the agenda because we're not Nintendo's uh, podcast. But uh, there's apparently Nintendo is gonna permanently ban people that are dropping out of ranked matches. 
Did you hear anything about that? Permanently, they're dropping out? They Apparently, I, I just saw the headline. It was on IGN. Um, I, I'm going to look it up real quick. But the headline basically says, Nintendo to uh, permanently ban ranked match per, uh, drop ball, dropouts. What are they doing? If they're getting beat, they leave? Right, like somebody's rage quitting or something well, like that. Well, I mean, that would be... That wouldn't necessarily be shield. That'd be another. Well, I, I don't know. I guess you can you can buy battle and shield. I haven't done any of it, but uh, that doesn't have anything to do with the raid battles because the raid battles are a group of trainers going on to take on a super powerful Pokemon, like a boss Pokemon. So the battle aspect of it is not something I've done, uh, but of course there is a huge competitive scene in po- in uh, in the Pokemon games for uh, battling competitive versus. I'm trying to find. I, I obviously I didn't put it in the agenda, but I did see it as I was scrolling. Yeah, so I mean, the game does have shield and sword. Do have a link battle option when you collect connect online. I'm assuming that's what you're talking about. Uh, here, here we go. Pokemon Sword and Shield ranked match disconnects can now get you permanently banned from playing online. It says, I I didn't read this, I'll read it with you now. Deliberate ranked match disconnects in Pokemon Sword and Shield could now get you permanently banned from the online portion of the game. The Pokemon Company released a statement translated via Google on April 8th indicating that future disconnectors could be banned if it discovers the disconnect was deliberate, especially in instances where a player disconnects before the match is over to stop them from incurring a loss on their record. Based on the statement, this seems to now be in effect. The statement explains that after repeated disconnects from online battles, players will be excluded from any future ranked battles and competitions live or online, and it goes on to say that the company may go on to temporarily or permanently ban offenders as well. I don't know how they would determine if it's uh, intentional or not. I, I don't know. I'm just... I, I saw the headline, and that's why... And I just... When you said you were playing Pokemon... Uh, it just re- registered in my head saying uh, to ask you if you knew about this. Yeah, I don't do the link battles. I just do the, the raid battles, the cooperative stuff. Okay. Uh, Yield, what are you playing, sir? So, uh, I have been playing... I played a little of World of Warships this week. Kind of been playing other things. Uh, I've been playing some Borderlands pre-sequel. Been playing Extinction. I am down to... Really, I just got to beat daily missions and which you if you die you know you've got a set mission for each daily mission if you die then that's it and you got to wait till the next day to do the next daily mission so i'm at four of ten so hopefully if all goes well i'll have that next week platinumed and i've been playing a lot more of mud runners that's it uh all right. That's and what that's what I was playing when Tricky called and said, "Hey, did you fr- remember we were going to record tonight?" <laughs> <laughs> that was after our guest who who is not here anymore because we all we all forgot we were supposed to record. I called I called Yield. I was like, "Yield, do you remember we were supposed to record tonight?" He goes, "No, I forgot." I said, "So did I." <laughs> then I called Alex. I said, "Alex, did you remember we had to record tonight?" He goes, "No." I said, "Okay." Let's change the time, and I reach out to our guest, who uh, I'm keeping a secret because we're probably going to have him next week. Uh, and I was like, can you record it this time? He goes, no, it's too late for me. That's past my bedtime. That person we're is so- smarter than me because I stay up way too late, and then I'm way too tired in the mornings. That, that, that makes two of us. 
So, uh, the only thing I've been playing, actually, no, I, I'm playing Division 2, and that's, uh, like I said, the con- uh, continuation of our topic of the week, because as of Tuesday morning... You got banned. The No, the oh. all the bands were uplifted, and there's a lot of people bitching and moaning about it, you know, because, as I stated last week, everybody that got banned had their account rolled back to a save state of March 17th. Okay. March 17th was before the glitch was happening. So we don't know why they came up with the date of March 17th. But everything that everybody earned legitimately, you know, without the glitch, is gone. Their hunter bass, their exotic weapons, all that stuff is completely missing. That that would be, that would make me want to quit playing for a while. Right, and a lot of people are, are quitting for a while. But here is uh, the crux of the problem. I don't remember if you guys remember the, the full conversation, but there was three different glitches or exploits, if you want to call them, that were happening before the bans, and only people of one of the glitches uh, got banned. Yeah, the only I people that you got banned. That. Right. So there is a popular YouTuber, which I'm not going to mention because I don't want to flame this person. I have no evidence this person actually cheated, but. Uh, when everybody got banned, everybody was calling out this YouTuber saying, how did he gain so many shade levels? Which is basically like a, to, to, to use a term that people probably understand, uh, precision. Once you get to level 40, instead of going to level 41, you go up shade levels. Oh, it's like, so then, it's like a prestige. Yeah, but you don't reset back down to one. Gotcha. You just keep you just keep accruing shade levels. Uh, just for comparison, um, I've been playing the game uh, a total of twenty six days total, and I am shade level two hundred. Okay, this YouTuber for th- for those at, for those at home twenty six days. <laughs> you doing the math? It's 624 hours. I'm just putting that out there. <laughs> um, this YouTuber who and wait, is... Wait, wait, wait. And, and how many how many levels are you? I'm 211. Okay. So that's almost three levels a day. Well, okay. That's not fair to say because the shade levels only came out March 9th. Oh, okay. So never mind that. So 600, 624 hours. Or 624 right, and I, and hours. Okay. Okay. So the next guy. The, now, the next guy who is shade level 1527 has a total playtime of lifetime playing the game of nine days. So 216 hours. So, right. So there's four hundred. So, there's four hundred and eight hours difference between your playtime and his playtime, and he's got how many shade levels? Fifteen hundred and twenty-seven. Fifteen twenty-seven, and you've got how many? Two hundred and eleven. So he is one thousand three hundred and sixteen shade levels higher than you, and four hundred hours less. He's either a heck of a gamer or somebody or, exploited something. 
I'm just right. putting, I'm just putting that out there. Now, all that being said, all that being I just said, think he, it means Tricky really sucks at the game. <laughs> I can guarantee you that's not the the case. Um, but here is the crux of the problem. All right. He showed numerous videos. Now, there was a glitch in the game in which the target practice activity in the game was given out higher than expected experience. It was given out like three to four times as much experience. I think I remember you saying something about that. Right. This YouTuber said he legitimately did this. That And the developer said this was not intended. It is their mistake. They're not going to penalize people from using this. But with that being said, there was a glitch with the target practice that if you completed the first round, failed on purpose the second round, started again, completed the first two rounds, failed on purpose the third round, and then started again and then do all four rounds, instead of you getting three times the experience, you were getting ten times the experience. Something in the system was was, mat- it was multiplying the XP. And a lot of people think this popular YouTuber used that glitch. But, all that being said, that guy never got banned because they didn't ban for the target practice glitch. So they come on to uh, their weekly State of the Game, which is done every Wednesday. And they come out and they announce the bans, and but you know, obviously the Twitch chat's going ape shit, you know, because everybody's got banned. Everybody got banned. Showed up to you know vent their frustration. Well, the host of the state of the game, um, for some reason, was not able to do the state of the game this week. And then I thought that was a little curious, but you know, obviously, you know, they're doing it from home. They've done it the last three weeks from home. You know, something possibly just came up. Then it comes out that. The host of the game joined the same clan as this popular YouTuber and in one day gained 85 shade levels. <laughs> wow. I don't know why you're playing this crooked ass game, Tricky. So the question is There's a conspiracy going on. Right. All this evidence is mounting to the point of what the hell is going on? And then everybody that used a damage glitch, which I'm, listen, I, as I said last week, and I'll say it again, I used the damage glitch. I didn't abuse it, but I did use it. And if you talk I to people smoked, that play the division. But I didn't inhale. <laughs> basically. <laughs> uh, but if you talk to the people that use the glitch, one thing that. The one sentence that keeps getting repeated over and over again is that that was the most fun they've had with the game in months because developers made the NPCs way too strong. And then by using the damage glitch, we were able to even the odds. Now, obviously, there were people that, you know, used the glitch tremendously more so they could just wipe the floor with everybody. But if you used it to get a competitive equal... I see no problem with that. Developers flat out said they fucked up and they were going to patch it, but then they banned everybody that used the damage glitch. And then, like, shortly after the ban happened, uh, I don't know if you guys saw it, but Destiny, the uh, who makes Destiny? I can't think of the names right now. Bungie. 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 Bungie came out and said, hey, we know this is a glitch in the game. 
we're not making it a priority to fix it. It'll probably be fixed on our next update, which is not going to be here for a week. In the meantime, go have fun. Use the glitch. We're not going to ban anybody. Which is a direct shot at Massive in Division 2. Shots fired. So Your boys are looking like fools. Listen, they, they the passed... The laughing they, stock of the video game development community. No, that's the people that made Crash Team Racing. What are you talking about? They won an award last year. <laughs> at the Game yeah, Awards. And, they probably won more than one award. In a category where they had no competition. It was all sports and racing games. They beat out like two soccer games, the two most popular soccer games in the world. Right, because sports and racing doesn't really come down to sports. It always the racing games always wins. How many awards did the division two win last year? Three. Three for what? Uh, best community, best online multiplayer, and well, apparently not, because people are saying the most fun they've had with the game is when they have to exploit glitches. No, they were. Uh, you know what? I'm not even gonna. Tice you into this. And the other game I've been playing is uh, Bridge Constructor Portal. How is that? Uh, which is, that game is fun as hell. Really? But it, it's also frustrating as hell because you spend like an hour building a bridge yeah. to get one forklift to the to the other side. And it see, all seems perfect. And then, you you know, in order to get the platinum, you have to send a convoy on every all 60 levels. So you spend an hour building this bridge, perfecting it, you know, getting it to where everything flows perfectly. You send one guy across, you think, oh, shit, okay. You send the convoy, then everything you made just crumbles underneath it. So now you have to tweak it again. You didn't support it well enough? Well, it's not even that it doesn't get supported enough. It's the fact that it's everything lines perfectly, but there's – you play Portal, right? Yeah. Okay. You got the companion cubes that have to come down and hit a switch or something like that. Yeah. Where where you when you build it, the one forklift that goes across, like the companion cube just completely misses everybody. Or you have the the beam that's got to come down and hit a sensor on the wall, it completely misses everything. But then when you send the convoy, the the second or the third forklift hits the companion cube, knocks it all off. Which then makes everything start to back up, and then you got bridges falling, you got the you got the bolt flying in the wrong direction. It's so frustrating, but it's also so fun. I got gotcha. you because when because when you get like when you get the convoy working, and you can see like all the forklifts is doing backflips into walls, and oh, it, it's it's so much fun. And right now I'm on level fifty with all. Uh, and have all convoys, so I only have 10 more levels to go to build, and I'll have that platinum. Gotcha. And, uh, Levi, I know you listen. Fuck you if you don't give me credit for that, because it's more than 10 hours, even though the thing says it only takes 8 hours to beat. Just putting it out there. Putting it out there. You better, you better watch out if you're talking mess to Levi. Levi will throw some hands with you. Levi did not give me credit... For Lego Incredibles. Maybe that's where you should start. You should ask, did I deserve it? No, I I definitely did deserve it. In his Be Legit side quest, he did not give me credit for beating Lego Incredibles because whatever site he looks on says it only takes seven hours to beat. Well, that site's got to be full of of shit because no Lego game takes that little (laughs) time to eat or little little time to beat. It takes at least 100 hours to, to get everything. 
Well, no, no. He's it, it's seven hours to beat the story. It's not it, in order to qualify for his uh, thing. The story has to take you more than ten hours to beat. Lego. What, what is Levi's thing? It, well, we have the backlog beatdown, and then he he was complaining because people were knocking out rat games or the Japanese visual novels and, you know, getting points. He set up his own competition called the Be Legit side quest in which you just have to beat a game and you get credit for it. But his arbitrary rule is that whatever game you beat, according to whatever website he's using, uh, where it says time to beat has to be over 10 hours or it doesn't qualify. Oh, really? See, I, I, I tried to go back and look for the rules for that. And I didn't see, I couldn't find them. But he, uh, when when asked for the games, he's like, I'll give you credit for this, but I'm not going to give you credit for Lego because according to the website, it only takes seven hours to beat. So, that's a short Lego so, game then. Right, and on this site, it takes, it, I don't know how long it says to beat Bridge, bridge Constructor Portal, um, but it definitely takes more than ten hours. And I don't care what the website says. When I beat this, I better get credit for it. That's all I'm saying. That's all he's saying. That's all I'm saying. You don't get all demand right. whether you get credit. You earn credit. Uh, I earn this credit. All right. So let's go because we're 25 minutes into the show and we haven't even gotten to our topics yet. Well, we got topics? We have topics. We have topics. Uh, first topic um, is kind of like a touchback from last episode. Saints Row 3 Remastered has been announced for the PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and PC. Yeah, like continuation of our topic from last week. So, yeah, it. Uh, but it's not it's May. True. It's not May 7th, though. It's May 22nd. It's May 22nd. And it's not made by Volition. No. Well, they were working on it. We know you said that they're working on Saints Row 5, so they would not be working on both games concurrently. Right. Uh, I don't know if you've ever played a Saints Row game, but they're fucking giant. Well, very very few developers have handled the remasters. I mean, am I right? M- most remasters are done by another studio. Yeah, I mean, most notably is Blue, Blue Point. Okay. Uh, Saints Row the Third Remastered is being developed by Spirisoft under the direction of the original development team at Volition. So, there you go. There you go. Second news. Uh, I, I know none of us play this game, but I thought this was very impressive. Rocksmith DLC is ending their support after 383 weeks of support. Wow. You, you were Who's, doing the math earlier. How many years is that? Uh, well, there's... I think that's seven years, eight years. Well, there's 50, 52 weeks in a year. So some impressive shit, no matter how you slice it. 383 weeks divided by 52 weeks. If you don't take any weeks off, grant you. That's seven point, if you round, 7.4 years. Almost seven and a half years. Ubisoft has confirmed that the Rocksmith team is no longer building new DLC, bringing an end to the epic 383 weeks of song releases for the respected guitar instruction game. The encore is over and the house lights are on. Quote, as of this week's Opeth song pack, Rocksmith Remastered has concluded its scheduled DLC releases, explains in a statement published on Ubisoft.com. 
After 383 weeks of DLC releases, this pack brings us to a total of 1,570 songs in the Rocksmith Library, spanning over seven decades or three centuries in the case of Boxsmith, and covered a multitude of genres from guitar and bass. There will be no more songs the team has stressed weekly... Excuse me. While there will be no more new songs, the team has stressed weekly online content is still planned for Rocksmith fans. The shift in focus is attributed to the fact that Rocksmith team is currently, quote, hard at work on a new project, end quote. So, damn, that's impressive. It's very impressive. A milestone worth mentioning. So, uh, this... All the DLC was in for Rocksmith 2014. Um, it was obviously that was released in 2013, and Rocksmith 2014 remastered, which was released for in 2016 for the PC, Xbox One, and PlayStation Four. Uh, it was pitched as a guitar and bass teaching tool rather than a traditional game. Rocksmith differs from Guitar Hero Rock Band, allowing players to plug in their own electronic guitars and play along and learn the tracks. So. Uh, I would assume that they're probably making another Rocksmith game. That would be my guess, making one for the five. Uh, all right. Next bit of news, which is probably our biggest news of the week. PlayStation 5's controller, the DualSense, has been revealed. Uh... Sony has revealed the DualSense PlayStation 5 new controller that will bring, quote, a, bring a sense of touch to the PlayStation 5 gameplay, end quote. Announced on the PlayStation blog, the DualSense will keep much of what the gamers love about the DualShock 4 intact, while also adding new functionality and redefining, refining the design. Touch was always a big inspiration while designing the DualSense, and haptic feedback is one of the ways this new controller will help bring PlayStation 5 games to life. Sony mentions that this feedback will add, quote, a variety of, new, of powerful sensations that you will feel when you play, such as the slow greediness of driving a car through the mud, end quote. Adapter triggers also have been incorporated into the L2 and R2 buttons, which, players, which will help players, quote, feel the tension of actions like when drawing a bow to shoot an arrow, end quote. They're like what you would use in Horizon Zero Dawn 2. Correct. Fitting these new features into a brand new controller was a challenge for the design team, and they worked closely with the PlayStation hardware engineers to make the controller some feel some somehow feel smaller than it would end up being. The angle of the hand triggers were changed, and the subtle updates were made to the grip. They also gave thoughtful consideration into how to keep a strong battery life for the DualSense and wanted to ensure the weight of the controller did not get out of hand. One thing that will be missing for the DualSense is the share button that was featured on the DualShock 4. Sharing from the, custo- sharing from the controller is not gone. That previous button was replaced by the new, quote, create, end quote, button. Sony promised more details will be revealed on this new change as we get closer to the PlayStation 5's launch. Good, because I love taking screenshots with that share button, so they better have some sort of functionality in there like that this next generation. DualSense will also have a built-in microphone array that will allow players to easily chat with friends, even for those who don't own a headset. As for the controller's color, it is a bit of non-traditional design as far as the PlayStation is concerned. Usually, PlayStation controllers have a singular color, but the DualSense has a two-tone design to make it stand apart. Additionally, the position of the light bar, which will will be returning... 
was moved, quote, to give it an extra pop, end quote. Now the light bar sits on either side of the touchpad as opposed to on top of the controller. <sighs> Almost Glad to here. hear that touchpad is back. Got real great yeah, out of that, that thing. That, that was so <laughs> useful in this generation. PlayStation went through, quote, several concepts and hundreds of mock-ups over the last few years, end quote, before this final design was reached and was tested on was tested on gamers with a wide variety of hand sizes to ensure maximum comfort as for the as, for as many as possible. Quote, and this is the last thing. DualSense marks a radical departure from our previous controller offerings and captures just how strongly we feel about the generational leap with PlayStation 5. The new controller, along with many innovative features in the PlayStation 5, will be transformative for gamers. Continuing our mission at PlayStation to push the boundaries of play, now and in the future. To the PlayStation community, I truly want to thank you for sharing this exciting journey with us as we head towards PlayStation 5 launch in holiday 2020. We look forward to sharing more information about the PlayStation 5, including the console design in the upcoming months, end quote. And that comes from President uh, Jim Ryan, President and CEO of Sony Interactive Entertainment. Uh, one last thing updated to the story is they have confirmed, even though they did it in the original statement, that the DualSense will have a headphone jack, a traditional 3.5 millimeter input for those who have uh, wired control uh, headsets. Gentlemen, I leave the floor to you. Well, I'll make the comment that uh, traditionally, if you've been playing since the PlayStation days, the DualShock has had a certain look and feel to it. And this new controller, the DualSense, seems to stray from that. It looks very boomerangy. Uh, I don't know how people are going to take to it. I mean, just uh, anecdotal evidence that I've seen, just a few comments from people on my Facebook page. Uh, people are not sure how to feel about this. They, I mean... Not that people are necessarily closed off to it, but it seems like people are like. It seems like initially people would just be happier if they just the DualShock Five, the DualShock, uh, yeah, Five, and just had a, a controller that was the closer to what we were been used to since you know the the model that's changed a little bit, been iterated on, but for the most part, it stayed the same since the first PlayStation. I will state some things that I did notice with the controller, and obviously, listeners and everybody else, go you know look at pictures of this. One, the PlayStation button has has now been changed; that it's no longer a circular; it's just the PlayStation Five logo. Well, and most the PlayStation in- logo. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. What did I say? The PlayStation Five logo. Yeah, I apologize. The PlayStation logo. And the second thing that I noticed, which a lot of people didn't notice. The sacred symbols that are traditionally on the controllers, there's no more colors to them. Yeah, they're, they're all, all just white. gray. All gray. And of yeah. course, by the I'm, sacred symbols, you're referring to the X, the square, the triangle, and the circle. Correct. I'm not sure. I'm not sure if I'm big on that either. Well, now, I mean, I, it's like again, like we are used to since the days of the PlayStation One, those specific buttons and have shapes and colors that correspond to them, and like you see it on T-shirts, on marketing, like commercials that started for the Playstations. Like we like we are used to those symbols having those colors, and it you see those symbols with those colors, you know even if you don't see a, play, a PlayStation logo or a Sony like the Sony name brand or a video game representative of Sony or one that Sony owns, you know that that's a PlayStation shirt or whatever bumper sticker, you know what have you because of the colors and those designs. Now I I do I do like how the thumbsticks have like a little grip on the outside. 
so to speak. Okay. I mean, that that looks kind of cool. I want to say that I'm put off that the light bar is moved, but at the same time, all I ever used my light bar for was I put one of Flaming Toast's stickers in front of it just to give it a different look. So it's not like I really used it or, you know, looked at it. So it, it's not that that's a game changer for me. The game changer for me is the all white or not all white, but the mostly white. I, I'm not a fan of a white controller. Never have been. It shows way too much dirt. (laughs) And I know that sounds stupid, but when you're gaming for a long time, yeah, it's going to be hard to clean it. It's going to be hard. Game controllers get all kind of nasty because you know, people are eating Cheetos or whatever. They're snacking while they're playing. At least a lot of people. So well, you know, it's funny that you said that. What's that? It's funny that you said that because I showed this to the people that I played Division 2 with. And they were like, the first thing they thought is, I guess I'm not eating Cheetos when I play PlayStation 5 anymore. I I do not, like, I do not snack on, like, chips or anything like, that has, like, flavoring on like, uh Like you would say, like, Doritos, like the flavor dust. I don't do that because I do not want any of that shit to get on my controllers. Because, you know, controllers are expensive and I, I don't want to fuck them up with that gunk. But I mean, yeah, this is this is going to show how just truly cruddy and gross controllers get. I'm not upset by the bigger size. A- every new PlayStation controller has gotten slightly bigger, so um, I, I I always wait to judge that until you, until you feel it and you get to play it. Um, I, I see that they still have the speaker, like they do yes, ha- on, like they do on the four. Yes. I really, uh, I really hope this time around they take more advantage of it because the games that did, I thoroughly enjoyed that. Well, if you if you uh, caught it when I was talking, the controller has a built-in microphone. So now, traditionally, like in order to have like a game chat, like a party chat, something like that, they uh, you would have to put a headset on. Now all you have to do is go into that party chat. Assuming that can, the PlayStation 5 is going to have a party chat as well. Okay. And, and you can talk and hear people through the controller. All right. Well, I'm, I'm sure that is cool for those who fully take advantage of it. I'm talking about from a game immersion part. I hope that developers will use that controller microphone a lot better. Because those who did, I thoroughly enjoyed that aspect of your game. Absolutely. And, uh, and they, I just want to re- reiterate... They did say that uh, while you can talk and hear through the controller, if you're having long game sessions, they still recommend you have a headset. Probably drains the battery faster. Uh, that's possible, too. Um, now, you, you, you talked about the light bar. I actually like the light bar uh, moved to the top of the controller, and I'm going to tell you why. I, I know traditionally you don't sing in rock band, but one of the cool features is with the DualShock 4... If the controller is on and nobody's singing, if you're sitting in a dark room, the the light pad flashed colors. So if you played Rock Band in a dark room, it lit up the room and kind of felt like you were in a concert hall. And it would change the colors too with the music, you know. And features like that. I mean, obviously I'm talking Rock Band, but features like that. That light bar was actually useful in a lot of things. What I'm curious about. And I guess this only affects uh, me out of us three. Is traditionally the PlayStation VR used that light bar 
to track the controller. If they're moving the light bar to the top of the controller, how is that going to affect PlayStation VR? Good question. Uh, other than that, I, I I have no problem with this. Uh, I've been using a scuff controller, which is traditionally a, a big bulky controller similar to the Xbox. And at first it took a while to get used to it, but now like I, I thoroughly enjoy it. But uh, have you guys seen... The uh, DualSense uh, photoshops. Yeah, I've seen people where they've done it up as as uh, Mario. I've seen one. Right. I've seen a God of War. I've seen. Did you, uh, did you see the uh, Last of Us one? I I might have. I've seen a lot of stuff come across my social media. People messing with it, and I'm like, you know what? I I I I made the comment. I don't like the white and black. I'm I'm okay. more, I'm more of a of of a one color, or I personally like the uh, the the see through controllers. I always kind of wait until I get a see through controller before I pick up my next controller. But I will more than likely, as soon as I when I'm going to buy my five, I will have an order in to Flaming Toast to get my controller sticker, and I'll just cover that bad boy. I. I- here, here's something. Uh, I'm gonna show you guys something through the camera. Uh, w- one, I, you, both of you. One of you is gonna like both of them. The other one's gonna like probably like the other one. Those are my as soon as it focuses. Those are my favorite designs so far. Well, obviously, I like the crash team, the crash uh, Bandicoot one on the bottom. Right. Both, both of those are really cool. I, I do like those. I do, I do like the the last. I do of like the last. But but, that, but that's what I'm saying. See stuff like that. I will guarantee you, flaming. Somebody's making flaming toast. Will do that. I'm trying to find the other one real quick. Uh, because because I showed you, I showed you, and on the group, I they did a trophy horse one for me. Yeah, that and that's the other Last of Us one that I like. Oh, it got all bright again. But yeah, I kind of saw it. Ah, oh, okay, yeah, the Firefly symbol, smaller one. Yeah. Yeah. Uh but I mean the company that uh is making these, they traditionally sell their controllers uh with designs for $179, which I think is just abs- absorbently too high. Cuz basically you're buying the controller and then you're paying them $100 to design it. But I'm so. I'm telling you man, flamingtoast.com. Flaming Toast is the company that was doing this. Really? Yes. Because to get the stickers, like, are they painting them or something, or? Yeah, it's it's a controller skin. Where you're talking about, you're talking about just the light bar thing. No, this is no, I know the, the one I got. I got a sticker that went on the top part of the controller, and then a light oh, bar that went on the front. And I didn't spend more than twelve bucks. I I don't know. Then I, God bless you if that happens. I I, the cheapest I saw was uh. One hundred seventy dollars from Flaming Toast. Well, maybe just because it's new and starting out, I'm not spending that much. Well, of course, you also said you're also buying the controller. I don't want the controller. I'll get that with the system. Just give me the skin to put over top of it. All right. Uh, all right. So we talked about this a, a bunch. Let's move on just for interest of time. Uh, we talked about E3 2020 being canceled. Uh, I didn't know that they were still trying to do a online version of E3 this year. I don't know. Who, I, I don't did. know who they're going to get though, because 
a lot of people have well, canceled all their stuff. Bethesda canceled theirs, and well, I well, like like I said last week, the Bethesda, the Sony, the Microsoft, the uh, Nintendo conferences, those technically were not E three. I know, but but that, that, that's but, that's how we look at E three is all the gaming conferences, right? Because but E three is technically the, only the show floor. It's not the, conf- the press conference. Yeah, but that's how. The majority of the people out there, ninety percent of the people out there who think of E three, think, think of E three, think of the conferences. Right. Well, apparently, uh, the ESA has officially decided that they're not going to try to do a digital only replacement show. So E three twenty twenty is officially canceled in all aspects. Oh, okay then. I didn't even know they were trying to do something online. I, they did. I saw something after we talked about it. I saw something Monday or Tuesday that they were trying, and I was just like, oh, I'm not even going to click on it. I'll wait until something official is out. All right. Well, speaking of something that is officially out, Sony is automatically issuing refunds for The Last of Us Part Two and Iron Man VR. Probably for those who ordered it digitally. Right. Yeah. Now, we talked about it last week, how there was it was delayed indefinitely. Um, and I'm fully understand Sony issuing refunds for anybody that, you know, bought it digitally on their PlayStation store, but they're according to IGN, uh, Sony will issue automatic refunds for pre-ordered digital copies of the last of us two and Iron Man VR following the indefinite delays to both games. The news was revealed via the Sony support portal where a banner notes that the players who purchased a digital pre-order of the game will be reimbursed, and those affected by this should have emails from Sony detailing the refund process. This is in response to the indefinite delays announced for both games last week. Iron Man VR was primed for a May 15th release, while Last of Us Part 2 was scheduled to launch on May 29th. Uh, This... Changed last week when Sony announced logistical problems caused by the coronavirus pandemic were preventing the company from, quote, providing the launch experience our players deserve, end quote. Uh, Okay, and the rest of it's going to be our topic of the week. My question to you, uh, is it weird that Sony's doing automatic refunds instead of saying, uh, hey, if you want a refund for your game, we'll issue it for you? but that they're automatically refunded it. And w- what this article also doesn't say is both of those games have been removed from the PlayStation Store completely. I mean, the games are still planned to come out, so I don't know why they would remove them from the store and issue refunds if they still plan to deliver the game. Right. That's my thing. Like, I understand issuing refunds for people that want it because you're indefinitely delaying the game, but to do automatic refunds, that's just a little weird to me. Well, I mean, the game is still, like, we know The Last of Us is close to finished, if not finished, so why, I mean, you, you're definitely delaying it, you know, for, you know, whatever reason, we have speculation as to what that reason can be, it could be, you know, a combination of multiple reasons, but we would assume the game is coming out before the PlayStation 5, so being that that's, you know, we're in April now, it's supposed to come out, what, November? What, the PlayStation 5? Yeah. The rumor is it's the the third or fourth week of October. Okay, so we got, what, six months? You would think that the game is going to come out sometime between the launch of the 5 and right now. And if that's the case, then I don't know why you're issuing refunds for a game that you plan to deliver. It's a PlayStation 5 launch game. 
You keep saying that, Yield. <laughs> oh, no, imagine how many people PlayStation 4 owners you would piss off by making it a 5 launch game. Well, it's a even if it's a five, 5 launch game. Even if it's a PlayStation 5 launch game, I'm sure that they're going to release a PlayStation 4 version of it as well on the same day. I'm just I'm just throwing that out there. <laughs> well, we all I mean, we said many times on the show that we think that you know, this is before they indefinitely delayed it, that on launch day of the PlayStation 5, there will be a version of The Last of Us Part 2 for the PS5. Well, now you're going to get both on the same day. <laughs> I'm just saying. It just, but do you, it just keeps getting pushed sooner but or you, later. What do you, all right, so what do you think about the automatic refunds? Do you think that's a little weird to you? Uh, yes and no. I mean, from, from a... I, uh, from an initial standpoint, yeah, it seems weird, but no, because I mean, uh, to 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 take a a uh, saying from a former host, you know, crybaby gamers, and instead of just waiting and being like, okay, well, I'm buying this game no matter what, some people would want their money back, I guess, and use it for something else to pick it up at a later date. I, yeah, but again, they could request a refund rather than Sony saying, "Okay, you you your pre-order no longer exists. Here's your money back." Well, see now, there's, there's a big difference between those two scenarios. Okay, there is. So Sony's just straight up canceling giving all you, canceling all the pre-orders, right, and giving you your money back. I'm, and then see, PlayStation Five launch game. <laughs> You keep saying that. Well, why else would you automatically cancel all the pre-orders? <sighs> well, he keeps talking about a brand new siphon filter, but that's... yeah. How many true. years have we been hearing that? I don't know, but very, I'll keep saying tough. it until it happens. All right, so let's get into our topic of the week. Uh, you know, obviously we talked about The Last of Us 2 being delayed, and obviously now we're talking about the refunds. Uh, but our topic of the week is The Last of Us 2... The Last of Us Part 2 director Neil Druckmann is, has discussed the delay. This article is coming from IGN, and it is written by Luke Riley. Uh, so go give them a click. The Last of Us Part 2 director Neil Druckmann has discussed the recent delay of Naughty Dog's highly anticipated PlayStation juggernaut, explaining the frustration of having the game on a, quote, the one-yard line, end quote, but being held up to reasons beyond their control. It's a bit rough, Druckmann told the PlayStation uh, official PlayStation broadcast. You're working on something for so long, some of us for years, and there's a built-in anticipation when you're doing this thing. Like, you can't wait for this thing that you've been crafting and honing and dre- sometimes dreaming about. You can't wait to get it out in people's hands and then see their reactions. See what they like or don't like or where the story has taken them, and now you got to put that all on hold because the world is conspiring against us, end quote. Continuing the quote, internally we know we have a great game and it was just that we have to wait a little bit longer to get it out there to fans. I know fans are disappointed and believe me when I say this, we're just as, we're just as disappointed, if not more so, to not be able to get the game out on time. End quote. On the question of why they're not released The Last of Us Part 2 digitally on the planned date, Druckmann explained there's still no new plan yet, but the key priority is getting the game to all fans, not just some. Quote, while there, well, there hasn't been a final decision yet, right now we're just reacting. You know, it's a different retail chain. Whether we could get the physical copies to people, what 
is the internet infrastructure there to support in all country? This is a worldwide game that people in every country are waiting for, and we want to make sure we're fair. And uh, end quote. A different quote. If we just get it to a small fraction of people, what about the people that don't get it? Right now, we're looking at all sorts of different options. What's the best way to get it to all our fans as soon as possible? But that's going to take some time for us to shift and figure things out. And we also see where the world's at. You know, things are changing from day to day. End quote. Druckmann also stressed that turning the previous press demo into a standalone demo that can be downloaded by the public would be a, quote, massive amount of work, end quote, and that the team would rather focus on finishing the game itself instead of rebuilding an outdated demo. We're at the one-yard line, I would say, said Druckmann. There are still some bugs that we're finding that we're squashing, and we want to polish it as much as we can, taking our time to review each section and making sure it's Naughty Dog quality. It's there. That's the frustrating part for us. The game is there. We just have to sit on it for a little bit and figure out what's the best way to get it to all our fans. Okay, I'm getting mixed things from that. Is anybody else? Uh, I've been getting mixed things since they announced the delay, but tell us what you're hearing. So I'm hearing the game's done because we're talking about getting it out digitally, but we don't want to give it to digitally. We want to give it to everybody at the same time. I mean, that's what I'm hearing. But then they're going, but we're on the one-yard line. We're not quite there yet. We still need to finish the game. We still got bugs to squash. Well, which is it? Is the game done? Or is it almost done? Well, there's always going to be bugs to squash. Even even a game that comes out, I mean, when was the last time you bought a game day one where it didn't have a... Day one update. I, I No, I get that. But it's almost like you're hearing two different things from them. Well, we're almost there. We're on the one-yard line. But then, you know, you go up a little bit earlier in the article, and we're talking about, well, we don't want to give it out to the, the digital people yet. We want to give it to everybody all at the same time. So is the game done? Or not? I mean, if you're delaying it because of... Corona, then just come out and say that. Instead of going, well, we'll just delay it indefinitely. Because you're hinting that's why you're delaying it. The world is conspiring against us. I, I, I'm still convinced that they're delaying this game because of the subject material. That they don't want to release a game about a global pandemic when there's actually a global pandemic going on. But we already know that's what's going It's not like this is a new IP. If it was a new IP, I would totally get it. But we already know that... That's what the game's based on. I don't know. Right, right but we also knew what Motorstorm was about, and then they delayed Motorstorm Apocalypse because of the tsunami. Yeah. I, I, I mean, listen, I'm just putting the facts out there. I know. I, I know you are. I, I, I don't have to agree I, with it. I honestly believe that's why they're honestly delaying this. Well, it's got to be, because like I said, you're getting mixed statements out of his statement, or mixed results out of his statement. At least I am. Alex, what do you what are your thoughts? Well, I definitely get. I definitely understand where he's coming from when he says, you know, you've been working on this thing for years and it's close to completion, and then you have to kind of keep it hidden or you know hold it back because you know there, there's a certain situation going on and you can't release it. And I, you know, I understand his excitement. He wants people to play the game. He wants people to see his work and Naughty Dog's work. And it's kind of like you know getting somebody a present. Like if you buy someone a Christmas present or a, a birthday present or whatever. You want to give it to them right away. Like, I don't like to sit on presents. I like to give them to people right away so I can see their reaction. But, uh, so I definitely get what he's saying there. 
You know, they, they've been working on this game for a long time, and they, they want people to play it. You know, as a game maker, I would assume that you want people to play games. You want people to enjoy your games. That's, that's why you do the work. It isn't just so you can make a game. It's also because to get that reaction from your, your fans, from the people who play games. I. What's your thoughts on the, the reason they're delaying it? You think it's bullshit, or...? I mean, I don't think they would ever come out and say, yeah, we're delaying it for, you know, this specific reason in regards to what's going on around the world. I mean, the whole thing of we don't want people, we want people to get this game before other, we don't want this game, certain people to be able to have access to this game before other people. We want everyone to get it at the same time. If you're getting into that territory, maybe it's like, hey, we don't want spoilers to go around, blah, blah, blah. But, I mean, how often do people get to see movies before other people? Or, you know, there's timed exclusives on a video game. Sony has had timed exclusives on video games that they have, you know, had before, say, Microsoft. I mean, you think of Hellblade. Hellblade is now part of Microsoft, as, you know, uh, the studio has been bought out by Microsoft. uh, Ninja Theory, that is. But before then, it came to Sony first. And then it diffused out to other platforms. So, I mean, Sony clearly has no problem letting at least its players get games before say Microsoft people who own Xboxes. So I don't necessarily buy into that. I, I think if the game is done and I meant you know, mentioned this on last week's show, if it's done, release it so some people can play it. Even if not everyone can play it. I think that you know people can wait. Maybe you want to play it as soon as possible. Maybe you like tricky and you you cried your eyes out because, you know, big old salty tears because you weren't gonna be able to la- play The Last of Us in May. I but do I, cry. I, I think that if you can release a digital a digital version of that game and let people play it, because a lot of people are still gonna be able to play it. Maybe not everyone, but a lot of people. Then I think you should release it. I don't believe their reasoning necessarily. I mean, if they're talking about some big, huge launch event where they they put on this big show, like I don't know, like like they're the WWE or something like that. Like I think that's really narcissistic. I think they just need to get the game out. People have been waiting long enough for the the Last of Us Part Two. So, just get it out. And if not everybody can play it at the same time, I mean, again, Sony has secured timed exclusives for their console, so it's kind of hypocritical for them to say, oh, we want everyone to get the game at the same time, when you've directly held back other people from playing a game just so you could have it on your console first. I think it's, if, you know, we're talking about them wanting to hold back the game because of the current pandemic, I think that's reasonable. Uh, I, I remember there was a certain... Uh, I mean, showing my age here, I guess, uh, by the time, you know, if you've listened to the show long enough, you probably know how old I am, but I used to listen to Power Man 5000, like, back in high school, and, you know, I, I still listen to Power Man 5000 these days, uh, some of their songs, but one of their their songs, what? This is what it's like when the worlds collide? Yeah, no, there was a song uh, a, uh, called Bombshell that was on a CD called Anyone for Doomsday, uh, yeah, I and in the, the music video, Bombshell... The uh, there was a city under attack by giant like alien robot creatures, and I believe the CD Anyone for Doomsday was scrapped. It was never released because it released around it was going to release around the time of September 11th, and the CD never came out in full. Uh, the song Bombshell, I managed to get a, a copy of it somehow. Uh, it, it was a video that was put out by them, but yeah, the single came out as a music video, but the CD Anyone for Doomsday, I don't think ever really came out. It may be. It may have come out later for digital platforms, but I remember it was delayed because of it was its timing around September 11th. I don't know if anyone ever came out and said that, but the timing is very, very coincidental. So, so like real world um, issues 
and catastrophes can definitely impact the release of media. All right, just to give you guys a timeline of The Last of Us. The Last of Us 2 was originally supposed to come out on February 22nd. That was the original launch date. Shortly after that was announced, Naughty Dog announced that The Last of Us 2 would, in fact, be delayed to May 29th. The Last of Us 2 was also supposed to have its first public hands-on demo at PAX East 2020, but that was canceled due to the coronavirus. Sony and HBO has then announced a Last of Us TV show adaptation is in the works, set to air on HBO, with Druckmann and Chernobyl executive producer Craig Bazin behind the series. And the sh- TV show will replace the Last of Us movie that was planned. Uh, no casting had been announced, uh, and there was lots of suggestions of who should play Joel and Ellie. And now we have the indefinite delay. Uh, also in the article, they said that the public hands-on demo that was supposed to be at PAX East, they said that they would have to turn that around. I, I don't understand why... And it's an outdated demo? Right. So what does that mean? You had a demo on PlayStation 4s at for PAX East, but you can't release that on the store, and now it's outdated? Telling you, PlayStation Five launch title. I mean, nobody's arguing you yield, but <laughs> that can't be your answer for everything. Well, it is because everything's lining up that way. That's my answer for everything right now. All right, all right. So let's close out the show with some housekeeping. Let's clean this shit up, not this little shit, because that'd be disgusting if if we were just surrounded by shit. ProveItGamer.com, looking for some writers, podcasters, video editors, news, supporters, and generalized help on the site. If you're just a blind, go to ProveItGamer.com, click on the Help Wine tab, and fill out the application, and I will get back to you as soon as possible. While you're there, be sure to check out all the articles and all the videos. Speaking of videos, they can be found on YouTube by doing a search for Official Proving Gamer. You can also catch me streaming at twitch.tv backslash provinggamer. You can also catch me streaming Sundays from 3 p.m. to 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time at extra life, uh, twitch.tv backslash extra life for kids the number four in there not f-o-r you f-o-u-r i said that way too fast it's actually the number four uh sundays 3 p.m to 5 p.m eastern standard time if you're looking to get a hold of us there are several ways to get a hold of us the first one is our email alex what's the email trophyors at provinggamer.com and the phone number yield what's the phone number 330 proven nine. 330 776-8369. And you can also get a hold of us on Twitter. Contact the site at Proving Gamer. Contact the show at Joe Viewers. Contact me at Tricky Man. Contact Alex at Saunders Rex. And contact Yield and I Yield to no one. If you listen to this podcast, we greatly appreciate it. Be sure to listen to our other podcasts, PG Spoilers and Game Stuff. All the podcasts can be found on Apple Podcasts, formerly iTunes, Stitcher, your various podcast applications on your smart devices, Google Play, TuneIn, Deezer, iHeartRadio, Spotify. Am I forgetting anything? Mm, no. no. You forgot to know. introduce it as CJ's favorite venue or outlet for media, Deezer. Oh, yeah. I, I keep forgetting we're on Deezer. Yeah, I know. It's uh, been a long time since we've mentioned it. I forgot it was a thing. <laughs> PlayStation 4 communities. Uh, there's one for the site called Proving Gamer. There's one for the show called Trophy Wars. Whores is spelled with two Vs, not a W. And Yields Group, which should not be existent right now because he doesn't care about you anymore. The Platinum Guild. It's not true. I care about everybody. 
Yeah, well, Look, this, we're... this whole two V's thing. We're trying to get to. We're trying to uh, be chic. We're trying to piggyback off of, on the success of the Vich. Yes. Uh, uh, Yield. If you cared about your 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 community, you would give them the shout outs. I do need to get finish out last year's shout outs, and I should really do that since I'm off of work, and I end up well, playing, I end up playing too much video games. He's trying to battle with Homer in the platinum race. I am. I am only one behind him, and I have unofficially made it to zero points. In my backlog beatdown. So you had a negative one? Oh, I was like negative seven. Well, I, I barely missed this. I I still have not got a negative one this year. I told you. When I never officially put my hat into the ring, I was buying games this year. <laughs> and I have bought games this year. I have officially made it to zero points. I'm unofficially keeping it. Oh, you gotta let uh, Kalai know so no, she can put I'm, it into I'm the official. I'm not officially in it because I'm. No, there's no way I'm gonna be keeping up with JT and you and CJ uh, and well, cool to kid be honest, to to be honest, one, I have not had a negative one this year yet. They're coming. Trust me, they are coming. Um, but I really, I I've been playing Division Two so much that I really have not been hitting my backlog. I mean, one day I'm going to find, I'm just going to sit on my couch and watch Netflix and watch more Tiger King and just knock out all the uh, Pow G Y games or I don't know, Pogi games or whatever it is. Something like that. And I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll ne- knock those out or if I go on another Japanese visual novel run. But now, see, me, yeah. I, I have been taking this time off from work to be working on my backlog. So I have. How many how many games have I finished this year? I finished two or three games. Yeah, I finished three games and I've gotten four platinums. Well, I I, I kind of feel guilty, and I'm gonna you know, I'm gonna apologize on air, and I'm also going to uh, make a promise. Uh, what what episode number are we on right now? Four thirty eight. Four twenty eight. Four 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 twenty eight. Four thirty eight was too high. Um, I have yet to edit episode 400. I, it's been so long that I thought the episode was out. Well, the problem was, is I have the video version done. I'm trying to get the audio version. And then as I was doing the audio version a long, long, long time ago, we had more shout outs come in and I tried to pass them into the show. And then I got frustrated because I couldn't figure out how to pass them into the video version of the show and then I just gave up and then I was scrolling because uh, I fixed the RSS feeds with the, the website and everything and I was scrolling and I went oh shit I never released 400 so and all this down- pulling a Sony he doesn't want to release the video version he wants everyone before the audio version he wants everyone to get both of them at the same time, same time. That way so no he's one sitting on the video version advantage. until the audio version's done well, no, technically the video version's up on YouTube right now. I just, I think I made it private after when I got the new shoutouts. Private, so uh, only Tricky can see it. Yes. Uh, but I'm making a promise to everybody that uh, I'm going to get episode 400 done soon. I promise and that will be released. Uh, I, I just, I feel bad because I honestly totally forgot that I never did it. Uh, where are we at in the housekeeping? 
Now that we got sidetracked. Oh, sponsors. Shout out. That is the end of her. Well, we have to do our sponsors. Oh, sponsors. Okay. Uh, Alex, tell us about Humble Bundle. Humble Bundle is a charity initiative, and every month they bundle together digital media, whether it be games or books, and they sell them at a reduced price to you in support of charity. You get to name your price for the bundle, but keep in mind these are tiered bundles, so the more you pay, the more of the content inside of the bundle you will get. You can go to HumbleBundle.com to check out what they are offering this month, and you can even sign up for their electronic newsletter to keep abreast of all the latest news from the Humble Bundle. I'm sorry, I'm looking at uh, what bundles are available right now. Well, you read uh, the bundles. I mean, I guess the bundle switched over since. Well, no, it was yeah, because we know we recorded on Sunday. It's not a new month. Well, no, because they generally reset every Wednesday. Oh, so it's weekly. Some are weekly, some are monthly. Yes. Uh, yes. Right, nothing good right now. Uh, well, I mean, obviously, there's stuff that's good, but nothing that you know our listeners would really care about. Are there, uh, uh, I'm looking for console bundles. Any console bundles? No console bundles. Uh, ooh, a James Bond bundle. Oh, it's comics. <laughs> uh, Yield, tell us about Amazon, and don't tell us it's a, a, a forest in Brazil. Well, it's actually a river in South America, too, but... Um, so if you go to ProvenGamer.com, because like we know that's where you go to get everything video game related, you should see an ad everything. for Amazon on the side. You like how I did that? That's pretty good. There's an ad everything. for Amazon at the side. So you click that ad. It takes you over to Amazon. Doesn't cost you anything extra. You can do your normal shopping at Amazon because that's where everybody's shopping nowadays is Amazon. So a little bit of the proceeds that you buy from this Amazon purchase will get kicked back to ProvenGamer.com, and they will use that to keep the site looking nice and shiny. Keep the RSS feeds running properly. Hopefully, God. <laughs> yeah, you like how I did that? And pay for this fabulous recording studio that we are all sitting in together recording at the same time. Uh, Tricky, did you sure. get any pushback for the intro to the show last week? Uh, no, actually, the show has only been out for technically two days at this point. Yeah, but, you know. I figure some people would listen to it. Uh, well, everybody I talked to, because uh, I, I reached out after the Jeff Hanna episode, I asked people how they felt, how they liked the episode, and people that I reached out to go, oh, well, I only listen to my podcast when I'm driving, and I'm working from home now, so I haven't listened to it yet. Which makes me feel warm and fuzzy inside. Yeah, I mean, you're sitting at home, have some background music for your video games. I'll admit this right now. A lot of the times, I will put a game on mute, and I will just listen to some YouTube videos or podcasts in the background. Really? See, I can't do that. I have to listen to the game audio. I've tried that, and it messes well, me up. I mean, think about it. Like, how much Crash Team Racing have I been playing in the last year? I mean, there's only so many times you can hear the song for a track before you're just like, I'm just going to mute this and, and just listen to something well, else. Well, okay. Well, well I that, I that I can go with. What's your pro tip? My pro tip is, do you know... That because PlayStation and Spotify have a partnership, that you could listen to Trophy Horrors while you game on your console. You don't have to mute your TV. You can listen to the podcast while you're playing Crash Team. I did not know that. Pro tip for you. The pro tip you for everybody, listen- not just me. Yeah. You can listen to Spotify, including this podcast, if you just start going to the PlayStation Music, start it up. 
and then whatever it is, uh, you know, once you start up the music or your podcast or whatever it is, you can then hit the PlayStation button and open start your your favorite game or the game that you want to play and play that game. And if you don't want to go after whatever song it is or whatever it is, uh, if you open up the Spotify app on your phone, you could start it that way. And then as you know, as you're playing your game, and then on the bottom left corner, you can hit the little button that says where you want to play it from. And then you just say, I want to play it on the PlayStation, and it will automatically start playing on your PlayStation. Mine. Pro tip for everybody blown. out there. Uh, and remember, if you're Amazon Prime, you are Twitch Prime. Uh, so you could link your two accounts, come over to twitch.tv backslash proven gamer and give us your free subscription. It doesn't cost you anything, gives us a free five dollars. And yes, you do have to redo it every 30 days, but that nice guy, Tricky, he will remind you to do it. With that being said, let's close out the show with some shout outs. Alex, you're starting. Well, I want to give a shout out first of all to the listeners, the fuel to the fire of this trophy horse. Thank you all very much for supporting us and continuing to push us further and further, or I should say up to even greater heights than ever before. Uh, through your support, we've gotten on numerous different channels and uh, and more and more people than ever are listening, so thank you all very much. Uh, give a shout out to, to Tricky and Yield for recording with me this week, and uh, many apologies to our guest. Uh, hopefully we will have this person on soon. Definitely uh, definitely want to talk to, to this guest uh, but yeah, the guest was the only person who remembered that we were recording tonight, so uh, that's our bad. Um, and just kind of some uh, some Facebook group spotlights. One of the ways you can contact us is through our Facebook group. Definitely give shout-outs uh, to Cool Kid Joe, who got uh, his 300th Platinum in Leisure Suit Larry, Wet Dreams Don't Dry. Also give a shout-out to Troy, who posted uh, a picture of the uh, before and after the coronavirus with the Mortal Kombat 2 character select screen in uh before the coronavirus you have all the fighters available to you after you have only the ninjas because they're the only ones wearing the face masks uh which means unfortunately our boy Jax Briggs didn't make it uh and lastly give a shout out to Levi who is of course playing the Batman Arkham game starting with Batman Arkham Asylum I know that Yield prefers Asylum but I will tell you Levi that my personal favorite far and away is Arkham City I think it is the apex of that series Are you done? Well, yeah. I didn't just pause to no. scratch my anus. You forgot. Uh, shout out. You, you oh, forgot somebody. Oh. Also, I want to give a shout out to my awesome and loving girlfriend, Ashley. Uh, I love you, honey. And uh, those will be the end of my shout outs. There you go. You know, me and Yield just saved your life. I mean, it's true. <laughs> Yield your shout outs. I got so deep into reading the Facebook post that, uh, <laughs> that yeah, I forgot. I didn't do the most important shout out of all. So. He stopped, and I'm just like, he's forgetting. Drinky's like, uh, you're forgetting something. And he's like, no. And that's like, why well, I said, that's the, why I said, the, the, obvi- done? the obvious no talking. He's done, but he's forgetting something. Anyway, so I will give a shout out to Modos and Iron Galaxy because Extinction is a fun game. If, if you are looking for something just to kill giant ogres, pick it up. It's absolutely fun. Um, so a shout out to those guys. Shout out to Spin Tires. I'm enjoying Mud Runners, even though that it's not something you just drive. You know, you kill a bunch of people. It's kind of a slow, methodical game, but I'm actually enjoying it. Uh, shout out to you, all the pimps, mouths, and the whoredom. Thank you for downloading, interacting with us, doing everything that uh, expands proven gamer and trophy horrors and makes you guys cool. Shout out to Tricky 
and Alex for showing up to record tonight, even though we all forgot that we were recording. A shout out to our special guest for reminding us that we were recording tonight <laughs> and totally forgot that we were recording tonight. Hopefully we'll have you next week. Uh, and see y'all next week. Are you done? Well, that would be see y'all next week. Yeah. Well, I just want to make sure you didn't want to give a shout out to the Amy Meister. Nah. She doesn't listen anyway. She doesn't listen anyway. I want to give a shout out to the listeners. Shout out to Sweet Mama D. Shout out to the Goddess. And uh, shout out to Drew McIntyre for getting the WWE Championship. Uh, F you or twerp you to Braun Strowman and Goldberg. Um, I'm really pissed off about that situation. So until next week, happy trophy hunting. Bye. Later. The theme song is Venus by the band Even off their album Zenith. Permission granted by the band and 12 Stone Records. You can find them on Facebook by going to www.facebook.com slash evenphilippines. <laughs> <laughs>